Section 86 of The Jumble Book. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Jumble Book by David Corey. Chapter 86 The Carnival. Let us make believe we are in Nice during carnival time and are hastening to the promenade du cour up and down which the procession is to pass first however i shall buy for you each a little blue gauze mask for you cannot even peep at carnival unmasked and if any of you can wear linen dusters with hoods attached all the better don't leave a square inch of skin unprotected I warn you, besides the little masks, you may buy, each of you, a whole bushel of these sugar plums and have them sent to our balcony. Also, for each, a little tin scoop fastened on a flexible handle which you are to fill with confetti, but on no account to pull, at least not yet. The crowds are gathering. Pretty peasant girls in their holiday attire of bright petticoats, laced bodices, and white frilled caps, stray dominoes, richly dressed ladies, with mask in hand, carriages so decorated with flowers as to be artistically hidden, even the wheels covered with batiste, blue, pink, purple, green, or buff, even the sidewalk as we pass is fringed with chairs at a franc each. The cours is gay with suspended banners, bright with festooned balconies and merry faces. Sidewalks and streets are filled with people, but the horses have the right of way, and the people are fined if they are run over. Let us hasten to our balcony, for here passes a band of musicians in scarlet and gold to open the procession. It is the theater, an open car of puppets. But the puppets are men, all attached to cords, held in the hand of the giant, who sits in imposing state above them on the top of the car, which is on a level with the third-story balconies. The giant lifts his hand, and the puppets whirl and jump. But alas, his head is too high. His hat is swept off by the hanging festoons, and the giant must ride bareheaded in danger of sunstroke. Next behind the car moves in military order a regiment of mounted grasshoppers, their sleek shining bodies of green satin, their gauzy wings and antennae, snub noses and big eyes are all absolutely perfect to the eye, but they are of the size of men. You lower your mask to see more clearly. You are lost in wonder at the perfect illusion. Your mouth is wide open with O's and ahs when pop, pop, slings a shower of confetti, and the little hailstones seem to cut off your ears and rush sifting down your neck. For while you were watching the grasshoppers, a low open carriage concealed under a pink and white cover has stopped under our windows. Four merry masqueraders, cloaked and hooded and hued to match, have a bushel of confetti between them and are piled with nosegays. 
We slinked behind our masks. We pulled the handles of our confetti scoops. Then the battle begins and waxes fierce. But they are crowded on. A colossal stump follows, trailing with mosses and vines. Upon it a bird's nest, filled with young, their mouths wide open for food. Wonderful, because the artistic skill is so perfect that, although so immense, they seem living and not unnatural. Up and down the procession sweeps, up one side the wide cour, and down the other, the space within filled with the merry surging crowd, under the feet of the horses it would seem. But no matter, horses and men and women and children bear a charmed life today. End of section 86